What's up, people? What's up? What's up? I can't believe where the weather has gone. It was literally, literally again, it was insanely warm the other day, and for the last two days, it's just been cloud, wind, rain, cold, nasty, horrible. What the actual deuce. Not having it, not having it. Welcome to Riding Shotgun. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. Uh, if you could uh, hit that like, subscribe, and a notification bell, and uh, give us a review and share everything that you can, I would be most appreciative. Also, if you want extra content, extra episodes, plus a load of other little bits and pieces, uh, please head over to patreon.com forward slash Riding Shotgun Podcast and subscribe for just £3 a month. That is it, just 10p per day. It's less than a pint per month to get loads of extra content. So please do go over, that would be amazing. So we're on our way into town again today. Um, and um, yeah, we're just going to uh, see what we can get through today. But with the weather and stuff, what is going on? What is going on? I mean, at the moment it's 14 degrees. How is it that you can have a day that is maybe 16 degrees and think, do you know what, today is actually really rather warm. But when you get in a bath at 16 degrees, it's freezing cold. What's that all about? I don't understand that one. Please someone tell me, is it because you're encapsulated in the water? I don't know. But why is it that you are in a bath that is 16 degrees and you think it's cold, but when you get to the outside and it's 16 degrees, you think this is really warm, really warm need to know please tell me also i've been pondering some other things lately other things i found this out the other day as well why is it that if you went like that it's hot air that comes out of your mouth but when you do that it's cold air why what has this made such a big difference is it the velocity that's coming out why is that such a thing you open your mouth wide hot air do a little like you're gonna whistle it's cold air maybe it's uh, nature's way of saying how to warm and cold things down so I gotta cool my food down gotta warm my hands up <laughs> oh I got so much time on my hands it's crazy I need to I need to get a hobby Jesus what is going on down here? Roadworks? No, 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 no. Can't be dealing with roadworks now. What is going on? Looks like there's a bus up here. That's a thing. How is it that you can get a car with two seats in it and it takes up a lane? You get a bus in it and you've got three seats either side still in the same space. Explain that one to me. It's like a Bermuda Triangle of road. Same space. Three seats and three seats. Car, two seats, same amount of space. Baffles me, that one. Baffles me. 
But what has baffled me is the fact that my mate Gamgee's, his wedding has crept up on me so quickly. I didn't realise I'm going to be, have to be down there this Thursday. I really did not know that. I mean, I've had the invita invitation for, like, ages. But, yeah, I just did, I thought it was not this week, next week. But, yeah, it's this Thursday. Which means I got about a three-hour drive all the way down there. Which means we can have a super long podcast. Super long podcast. If, if. We can uh, we can get to it and get some signal. That'd be decent, wouldn't it? A super long podcast. <laughs> might even go live as well. That might be a help. That'd be decent. Could actually have someone back and forth as we go along, you know. But yeah, gotta go all the way down to uh, down to sort of Bathway. Staying in a hotel down there. Had that book for ages and ages and ages. And um, we're going to have dinner Thursday night, wedding Friday, stay over till Saturday, come home. And next week, I've got my first session of, uh, what's it called? Um, Hoo-ha. Uh, I'll forget my words now, you know, it's crazy. Uh, I've got my first session of shockwave therapy. So hopefully we can... Um, can start feeling a little bit better i've been trying to just take on some extra knowledge of how to deal with this and get over was it bilateral uh, tendinopathy uh, which basically means both feet i've got tendonitis in which is crap and uh yeah they're saying eat more bananas get your potassium in so i'm going to start doing that a bit more eating a banana a day see if that helps at all I mean, I'm not sure how much potassium is in a banana, so I'm going to have to check what my daily allowance for potassium is. Then maybe I could get some supplements just to get a daily amount that I should be getting in. We'll see how we go. Oh, there is a lot of traffic around today. I am going to go a totally different way home without question, because I am just going to get caught up in that, and that is not fun. Not fun at all. So I was just watching a bit of YouTube, um, you know, as you do, you, I mean, you get into that kind of the dark area of YouTube where you think, what on Christ am I watching? I've absolutely no idea what I'm watching here. Um, but I stumbled on a, um, a video of some WWF, WWF, so, um, you know, the old wrestling stuff from back in... 96, 97, 98, and uh, obviously I grew up with Attitude Era, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H, Mankind, Undertaker, um, Kane, all those kind of uh, characters on, on screen, and um, yeah, it was basically kicking off the Attitude Era, um, you know, where he did his famous promo, and you know, Stone Cold 316 says, I just whipped your ass and all this kind of thing. Um, and it just brought back loads and loads and loads of memories of uh, sitting there on Friday and Saturday night when I was 
13, 14, 15, watching WWF, as it were, until obviously they had the court case and had to change it to WWE, which I've never really got on board with. I've never really enjoyed that whole WWE, WWE universe kind of thing. Um, that just feels a little bit too marketed and too highly produced especially when they used to do that whole thing where the camera would zoom in and out on every slam and you know every punch would be like rah 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 hated that that was horrible there was a there was a period there where WWE was so unwatchable so unwatchable um I mean, to be honest with you, I never really watched WWE, WWF um, until... I probably watched it until about 2000 when I went to college. Um, And then after that, I wasn't really interested in it anymore. It just kind of died out and filtered off for me. I wasn't really watching it as much as what I had done before. Like, every week I was... I mean, I never saw, like... um, like Sunday Night Heat or anything like that because it wasn't part of the storyline but Smackdown and Raw I was there Friday night 9pm Sky Sports 1 that's where I was That that's where I was switched on to I was pinned to I think usually my mum would go off to Lakeside and my dad would go out for a couple of beers or whatever and um, yeah I would I would sit and watch it and then uh it's quite funny, to be fair, because um, after WWE had finished on Sky Sports, I used to click over to um, Challenge TV, um, and there was a um, program on there. I forget what it was called. I think it was called Challenge UK, or something like that. And basically, a couple of stereotypical Chinese fellas on there um, which were clearly white blokes dressed up as Chinese fellows. You'd never get away with it now. Um, and uh, it was like the old Chinese or Japanese uh, contest that you get where they eat crap foods. It was like the first um, Bush Tucker trials, but, you know, is what it is, isn't it? Um, I think they used to be called Ting and Tong or something like that. Like, like I said, really wouldn't get away with it today. Really wouldn't get away with it. And, um, oh no, it was called Endurance UK because there was a song. Endurance, you ain't got no life insurance, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did that come from? <coughs> Where did that song come from at the back of my head? Endurance to be do. I used to sing it at the end of the show. Oh, it was amazing. And he used to eat like pig's bollocks and all this kind of thing. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that's funny stuff. Yeah. And it was hosted by Paul Ross on uh, Challenge TV, I think it was. That was funny. That was really funny. I mean, I, I think I watched maybe an episode of it a few years ago because I remember it and uh, I just thought this is this is shit this is really shit TV but being a 15 16 year old where they're eating bollocks and stuff is kind of 
funny, I guess. So, yeah, the, <laughs> that was funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, what was the other guy that used to do a program as well? Um, and he used to go around the world doing challenges. And it was very low budget. But he used to like have a challenge of pull Miss Denmark or something like that. He said, well, I can't pull her, but I can at least try and get a kiss or something like that. And he would somehow try and get a kiss with Miss Denmark or <laughs> something like that. And it was very funny, and it would it would go out into like Norwegian fjords, and uh, like instead of playing golf in the Norwegian fjords, they would pretty much just throw a golf ball out there, and then to find the golf ball, the guy with the shotgun behind him used to blast holes in the snow, and he's like, "Fucking hell! Like, I didn't realise you're going to shoot a hole in the ground, like just to find my ball, like." Oh, that was funny. I forget what that show was called. Oh, God, that's going to annoy me. It's really going to annoy me. <laughs> yeah, that was, some, that was some good programming back there. Oh, good old Challenge TV, when it was decent. I don't know what Challenge... Is Challenge TV still a thing no more? I don't know. It must have been swallowed up by UK TV or whatever. And Men and Motors. Oh, Men and Motors. Oh, the lighter side of porn for the discerning man at midnight. <laughs> oh, there was some stuff on there like Red Shoe Diaries. Oh, for a 14-year-old, that was gold. It was better than Channel 5 when it first came out, where they literally just had porn all of the time after 9pm. There was the Pamela Anderson movie on there. Like They used to run that on repeat. Uh, barbed Wire, where you just get maybe about 20 seconds of her with her boobs out. And again, every 14-year-old would be like, oh my God, Paparazzi's boobs. Amazing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. I've just remembered. I've literally just remembered what, uh, what I used to do to my brother. Oh, Remember on the previous episode, I was saying how I tormented him, and I'm just starting to think how my brother really hates me. <laughs> oh, the guy must hate me. Yeah, he probably does hate me. I'm not going to lie, he probably does. Um, every time he used to fall asleep, every time he used to fall asleep, um, do you know what actually I'm going to save this for part 2 Yeah. so when we come back you are going to find out exactly what I used to do to my brother when he fell asleep on a Friday and Saturday night watching WWF yes you are going to find that out in part 2 I'm going to save that for you and I promise I won't keep you holding on I won't do the typical TV thing where you know they tell you oh what's coming up be like the got one. In part one, we're going to tell you what's happening in part two. And in part two, we're going to see what happened in part one and find out what happens in part two. And then we're going to preview what's happened in part three. And then in part three, we are going to preview what's happened in part two and part one and then see what happens in part four. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that in the slightest. I promise you, I will come back and I will tell you, hide not heart, exactly what my brother done or I did to my brother when he used to fall asleep because <laughs> I did it to Adam as well 
I'm a bit of a nasty bastard when people fall asleep. I've got more stories about that one too. So when we come back, you'll find out all about that and um, how mischievous I can be. So uh, see you on the other side. Welcome back, my fellow revolutioners. <laughs> oh, it's hardly a revolution, is it? Apart from the tyres going round. Welcome back. So, I promised you some bits and pieces, didn't I? But what I wanted to tell you about, first of all, is for you to head over to patreon.com forward slash riding shotgun podcast. That will get you extra episodes, extra insights into what is going on, and <coughs> loads of other bits and pieces for just 10p a day. That is it, 10p a day. Can't say fairer than that, can you really? 10p a day, three pound a month. It's fair call in the grand scheme of things. Um, so yeah, um, I was, uh, just on my way back to the car there and there is an NHS bus and I decided no appointment needed I thought oh maybe it's a, a blood thing I haven't given blood in ages um, it's not a blood thing it was a health check thing so I thought well it's free why not have a quick health check it wasn't really that much of a health check. It was basically did my blood pressure. Apparently, apparently my blood pressure is quite high. With all this exercise I'm doing and healthy eating and stuff, and they literally said, yeah, the bottom, the bottom number needs to be below 90. Okay, well I'm at 106, I think it was for the second reading. So, yeah, shit. He said, I'd really like you to go and see your GP. Brilliant. So she gave me a piece of paper to go away with. And, um, yeah. Got to go and see my GP about some blood pressure. It kind of sucks. But firstly, I am going to try and uh, make a difference with it with some food and exercise. Obviously, that needs to be long-term, not just short-term, but I'm certainly not going to have any doctor say to me, here, take some pills. Because um, no amount of pills going to sit there and be better than diet and exercise. You can't convince me of that. Sorry. Not going to happen. It's like when you take a headache tablet. There must be a reason why you've got a headache. It could be lack of sleep. It could be lack of food, lack of water. And that's about it really so you know feed and hydrate yourself and get some kip and you might not have headache no more so yeah that is that so anyway i promised you a bit about my brother there and for the life of me i can't remember what on hell i was talking about before we went on part one but i know for a fact that my brother certainly does hate me for me tormenting the shit out of him. <laughs> it's is it's tormenting the shit out of him. I'm trying to think of it on the way back, I promise, I promise. Memory like a sieve at the moment. Um, so yeah, it's a bit of bleakness in an otherwise nice day. 
I've got high blood pressure now, so thanks very much for that. Nice nurses on the bus. Um, not sure why they needed two nurses to take my blood pressure. Um, but, hey-ho. It is what it is. So, yeah. Now, I was talking to Adam the other day. I feel he's willfully neglecting the whole social media side of thing of his business. I do. I do, I do. And I think he could do better with it. Now, I know he's not particularly good with the whole designing of posters and posts and all that kind of thing. He's not really up with that. And I looked into a very cheap social media marketing company for him. Um, and the cheapest one that I could find that would do what he really wants would be, shut up, would be £900 a month. £900 a month. That is 225 quid per week. Yeah, 225 quid per week. And they would do two posts per week. Uh, they wouldn't create any artwork for him. They'll do his, uh, his Google My Business advert side of things and that's about it for 225 quid a week and I said to him I would post every day I would create his content he would have a report sent to him every week of what the actual hell is going on with his social media Jesus um, and um, he would be able to see the difference in uptake for his social media and I said look if you don't want to pay for it fine I understand that get that you got a budget but again with these other people they want to pay 900 pounds a month you would have to keep doing it for X amount of months to even start with them and I said to him look if it's not working out for you after two three months knock it on the head you don't need to you don't need to be locked into any sort of contract or anything like that. Um, I said I would do all of everything that a normal marketing company would do. And more. A lot more. And instead of £225 a week, I said to him, £75 a week. £75 a week. And I said to him as well, because um, he's got an event coming up at someone's birthday. And he said, oh, you know, the, the bloke who does your... Um, your social media stuff can he design a poster for it I said yeah well as it's not you know you um, I would be charging them £10 for a social media post for a social media um, poster which would be you know a bespoke design but if they want it for print out as well so you want A4 and a social media it's £15. Now, that's £15 just for one bit of artwork. Times two. Right? And that's just one. right? And I'm offering it for £75 a week. So really, what he's getting is ten just social media posts. Sorry, seven social media posts for 70-odd quid. And all the rest for free. 
seems like a no-brainer to me. Whereas these other people, you know, they're trying to charge him 225 quid, cheapest, for something that ain't going to get seen much of. And he asked me the question. He said, "Is is is 75 quid a week a firm? Is 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 that like?" And I asked him. I said, "You know, do you think that's a good price?" Yet to respond to that. Yet to respond to that. So, he can see what the price of one poster is. He can see what other social media marketing companies would um, would would cost him, and yet trying to get me down from seventy-five quid a week. I think that is a little bit insulting considering the amount of work that he would get out of me for a very, very cheap rate. Very cheap. So, hmm, we'll see how we go with that one. But in all honesty, I think I'm probably a firm on 75. I think that's damn cheap for what I would give him. Like, incredibly cheap for what I would give him. If you do want to go check out his stuff, actually, he has a really remarkable live music venue over in Staines. Uh, it's called the London Stone. Uh, they have live bands weekly, Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday as well. Um, they have musicians in there as well, sometimes a couple of DJs too. I've played there, which was uh, quite good. Um, and um, yeah, just go check it out. They have bands all the time. Uh, some of them really, really good, really good bands, like the ACDC tribute was very good. That's the one thing I, I do think is um, a little bit over-exuberant in too many tribute bands. They need more original bands. I think that would be uh, better. Um, but who am I to tell him how to run his business? That's what he wants to do. We'll see how we go over there. I mean, if all honesty, if I was only 10 minutes down the road, I'd probably want to be working there as well because I could just do so much better for him than what he's got in there. Some of his staff are just shite. Some of them are okay, some of them pretty good, but others are just shite. They don't give a crap. They just take, 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 take. And then when he wants to help it out, it's like, yeah. I mean, he's got someone living above the pub at the moment for a couple of hundred quid, which is dead cheap. Um, but again, I think she's on the take as well. I really do. I think she's absolutely mugging them off. But again, you know, it's like you're going up there because, you know, you can go and work whenever I, I need you to. She moves in. Oh, can you work tonight? Uh, no, I can't actually, sorry. Brilliant. Do you know, there was a girl that I was seeing who lives just up here. I wonder if she still lives there. I've seen her ages ago though. Ages ago, at least a couple of years, I think. Yeah, I think she lived in that house. Hmm. I wonder what she's doing. Um, So yeah, 
lots to think about really lots to think about I mean it would be great if you just go yeah sign it off where you go there's your first it is boom I'm looking forward to Gamgee's wedding on Thursday. A little bit of dinner on Thursday evening with the gang. Friday wedding. Saturday drive home completely and utterly comatosed. But that's going to that's be amazing. I've not seen all the boys together for a long time. Especially with Gamgee's as he lives so far away. trying to rack my brains of what I was going to say about my brother and why he hates me so much. Just done loads of things to torment him really. I do remember when he got himself into some right shit at school. Right shit. Now I've never done this. He, uh, He got called out by a couple of teachers for nicking ice creams and he was adamant he didn't do it like literally adamant i didn't i didn't do it i didn't do it no 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 i didn't do it crying and everything i didn't do it i didn't do it i didn't do it and the mum like my mum went down to school like adamant as well look he's telling me the truth he doesn't lie to me like i know for a fact that he hasn't i know i know i'm gonna stick up for him i stick up for him he's not definitely not 100 percent. no he's not then about a week later um he went, yeah, I did. I did nick him. <laughs> oh, he was in so much shit for that. So much shit for that. Yeah, I've never done anything that bad. Like, if I've been caught, then I've just gone, okay. Yeah, you got me. Fair enough. Fair enough, you got me. Hands up. But, yeah, I've not stolen ice cream out of school. And then lied for an entire week. I mean, that's... That's really commitment to the cause, that, isn't it? Like, lying for an entire week. A whole week, every day. I don't know whether he was isolated or suspended or what. I seem to have the feeling that he got sent home for a couple of days. Can't remember. But yeah, I just... That's commitment to the liar, that is. I mean, after a grilling for like three hours on the first day, still holding up, saying, I didn't, I didn't, crying all over the shop. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. And still, six days later, (coughs) still saying, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Then the next day, uh, yeah, I did. If you've gone that far, just stick with it. Stick with it, my God. There must have been some CCTV or something that they've pulled out and gone, look, we know it was you. Definitely knew it was you. <laughs> I mean, it's not funny, is it really? But things you do when you're kids. Like, I never played hooky one day. Not one day uh, did I play hooky from school. But I do remember one time that I was in school 
And I thought, I'm just so not on this afternoon. So I thought, I'll go home um, at lunchtime, and then I just want to come back. That'll be fine. I thought, yeah, that'd be great. And I could just, I could go and hide down the marshes or something. Um, and what I did is I, I came out of school, beginning of lunchtime, and I thought, right, brilliant. And then I went kind of down the side of where the, the, the church is. I thought, I need to try and not, because my mum worked in a school at the time, I found if she spots me, and she will spot me, no question of a doubt, go, look, that's definitely my son on his bike. Um, if she spots me going past the school to get to the marshes, that's it, I'm done. I thought, I need to, I, I need to find out a way. So I went down the, the footpath next to the church, because obviously, where the school, in, the school entrance to the road is, that's my nan's road. So if my nan spots me, I'm done. And if my mum spots me, I'm done. Um, and uh, I got to this uh, this footpath and I thought, I can't, I can't go left and I can't go right. I can't get to the marshes. I mean, to be fair, I could have gone another way. I, I, I could have gone straight over the road, uh, down Giffords and uh, around onto the marshes that way and gone up Fobbin Hill. But clearly, as a 13-year-old or 14-year-old, I was not thinking properly or smartly. And because I couldn't get there, I thought, well, I'm just, I can't go home because they'll know that I'm there. So it got to maybe about 10 to 1, I think it was, when lunchtime was ending and I just went back in went back to school so I thought I can't get to the marshes because I, w- I literally would have hid in the marshes until 3.15 3.30 whatever it is and just gone home and that's it but then I would have had the complications of getting from the marshes to my home without being seen as well because my mum would have been finishing work my nan would have been maybe out in the garden or something like that because I remember it being quite a warm day um, and um, yeah I, I probably would have been rumbled would have been rumbled so I, I never actually played hooky from school it's only when I got to college that I just didn't really want to be in education no more couldn't be bothered with it hated it a lot I've done enough of it these qualifications mean dick all to me now I want to go and work I need money um, so that's where I went so I really am sorry about the whole, I can't remember what I was going to say about my brother. Because it was dead exciting, I promise you. Maybe I'll remember it, write it down, and then... And then I'll do it in the next episode or something like that. And I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out to get that information to you. Uh, but thank you so much for watching today. Really do appreciate your time, your effort, your subscriptions, your notification bells, and your uh, your subscription to uh, to Patreon. I really do appreciate it. Only £3 a month. Patreon.com forward slash Riding Shotgun Podcast. Head over there now. Subscribe. 10p per day. I appreciate you very much. And I will see you 
for the next episode when we head down for the wedding. Brief interlude. Um, I just remembered <laughs> what my brother, I was going to say about my brother um, before I completely forgot. So I thought I'd get the information to you right now. Hopefully it's uh, interesting to you. Anyway, but, um, when I was watching WWE on Friday and Saturday night when we were younger, he used to fall asleep and <laughs> I used to get the TV remote and whack his ankles so hard um, that because he'd fallen asleep. Um, and uh, he would get, he used to get such the ump with me. Um, but he would be too tired to do anything about it. So he used to try and hide his ankles underneath the, uh, the cushions on the sofa. And again, he would fall asleep and I would wait for him to fall asleep. <laughs> and uh, he'd leave an ankle out and I would just wrap it again every single time. And um, yeah, he used to get the real one for me. Every time he fell asleep, I would hit his ankles. Every weekend, he would do it. And uh, it always used to be a battle as well when um, we um, <laughs> when when it was time to go to bed, and everyone had gone to bed, and they were like, "Oh, go on, yeah, turn, make sure you turn all the lights off." And my mum, dad, go to bed, and um, it would be like a cunning kind of who's the one who's going to turn the lights off? You know, if I go if I go upstairs first, you've got to turn all the lights off. You know, if you go to the toilet. I know you're going to turn the lights off. Um, so it used to be a competition. <laughs> it used to be a competition, but I got wise to it. So um, I literally go out, have a toilet, get something to eat. And um, instead of coming back into the living room, I'd just go upstairs. So it would be left to turn everything off. <laughs> it's so stupid, but it used to be a competition to who could get upstairs first without the other one knowing that they're going to go upstairs first. To turn everything off, turn the TV off and turn the lights off. Because it couldn't be bothered with it. So yeah, dead funny. So there's your information, guys. That is a partial part of my childhood growing up. No wonder he hates me. So take care, God bless, love you. Bye.